Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kanish Yeeha podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And on this episode, we want to talk about um, our experience at the last convention we went to, which was WeepCon. Right. Um, so WeepCon was, um, for us, this was last weekend. Yep. Uh, the, it was Easter weekend also. Yeah. Um, and it was at the Gaylord Texan Resort and Hotel Convention mm-hmm. Center. Huge place. It's a huge place. Um, it was only this convention's third year, which was very, very peculiar to us because yeah. of um, what the convention promised to have, what they did have. Yeah. It was all very legit. And for it to be this legit only three years in uh, and to be at such a an amazing um location yeah we were kind of like what's this gonna really be like yeah it was kind of weird well i still don't really get it like there must be like (laughs) some secret donor or something yeah um because so the people that they invite the number of large voice actors the like big in the industry yes, yes yes um the location they flew in international guests they flew in international guests and they also had well-known vtubers right so they had a stack they had a lot (laughs) guest list yes and then with the location itself um if anybody here has ever been to the gaylord Texan maybe for Christmas because that's usually when most people would go visit the Gaylord or when the public would go visit the Gaylord. Mm-hmm. It is a giant place. Yeah. And it's on a lot of land. So like you drive for you drive like kind of out and into it and there's nothing around it. Like mm-hmm. it's just this hotel. It's not like a hotel downtown. Yeah. Right. Like it this has... is a big location. Yeah, I mean, it has a biome inside of it. Like, it yes. has a tropical biome. It has a tropical biome. It was very humid. Yeah. Um, because they were um, introducing the tropical plants for the season. Uh, it has, like, four restaurants, like, three bars, boutiques. Yeah. Like, it's a... It's a... Pl- it's like a... It's like a village. It's like a little <laughs> village in this. And uh, we definitely... Um, um, I would... I made some comments before like oh the people who are like oh i'll just stay at the hotel that the convention's at do not know what they're getting themselves into because um like i said i also think that it not being close to anything like it it forces you to spend your money there right if you're not close to anything you can't just go um walk or short drive to from the nearest hotel right although uh, it is um relatively close to a mall so maybe that was nice for some people but um yeah it was definitely kind of humorous even whenever we were walking on our first day we had we heard guests checking in that were like wow this is not what i was expecting (laughs) (laughs) um so on our first day, we'll just go day by day. Okay, right? well, before or, we go day by day, wait, I want to, yeah. like, talk about some specific things. Yeah, of course. Um, so, like we said, the guest list stacked. So stacked. Um, a couple of people that, like, I noticed were, like, the voice for Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Vegeta's voice actor was there. He's everywhere, though. Yeah, that's true. He is everywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean... Just get it out of the way now. Troy Baker was there. Yes, he was Troy the Baker like was top there, of the list. Which was weird because it is so like 
I'd say that out of all of them, he's probably like the biggest voice actor, but he didn't have the longest line. He did not have the longest line because he, I mean, also get out of the way, he's not primarily an anime voice actor. No. He does more video games and he does acting. Like, yeah. acting. Which is also another crazy thing. Essentially, he, you could say that he's done more roles, more variety of roles, yeah. right? But then you have the voice that voice actress of Naruto who has been doing the voice of Naruto for 11 years. Like it's a different kind of, you know, nostalgia, yeah. a different kind of level of, I mean, and this is an anime convention, you know, like yeah. that's a big yeah. deal. It is just kind of interesting to see mm-hmm. that like, and you even said it with like the Miles Morales voice actor. He was also there. Um, yeah. He barely, he like didn't have a line. That at was all. crazy to me that he like didn't have a line at all. Like, this was the Miles Morales, mm-hmm. like for everything, and to me that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, you know, actually, no, you're right. Let's go by day day by day, and then we'll talk talk more about just to it. kind of integrate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, first off, I'll also go ahead and get this out of the way. For us, this con this convention was very um, nice and easy for us because we. We live down the road, essentially. We live, it's a 10 to 15 minute drive for yeah. us. It's very close. So that's, I mean, that's just us. That That's very nice for us. You know, yeah. most of the time when we do these uh, DFW conventions, it's an hour drive. It's downtown Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. somewhere a bit further. But this was nice because it was a 10 minute drive, 10 mm-hmm. to 15 minute drive. Um, so get that out of the way. Now, our first day, we went to pick up our badges that was the first thing we did mm-hmm. and we got they, there pretty much at opening at opening um well we, no kind of kind of we, we did so I they mean, we had got there at like 10 30 like 10 30 yeah. so they had the convention open at 10 but from 10 to noon it was just supposed to be badge pickup so yeah. the there were no panels the um dealer slash artist alley wasn't open was not open yet this time was just to arrive take pictures with other people Mm -hmm. excuse me meet up and um get your badge yeah right which for us was very easy yes but we heard some what i heard yeah we we we, you know we're on we're on the twitter we're on the twitter constantly looking at the tags of weebcon weebcon 2023 um some people were in line for hours it's i guess yeah which was not our case. You know what? I wonder if, like, so whenever we first got there, before the dealer's room opened, um, there was just, like, huge mob of people outside the dealer's room. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they got in that line thinking it was... Because we we helped direct people mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. like, while we were You're waiting right. for the dealer's room, we helped direct people to the badge pickup. Pick and so I wonder if people stood in like the dealer's room line and thought it was badge thinking pickup. Thinking it was badge pickup. That's definitely a possibility. Whenever we entered the I looked for people who did not have badges yet. Yeah. If you had a if you had a badge I wasn't going to stand behind you because yeah. you're probably doing something that needs a badge, right? So, I waited until I saw people with no badges and that's how we found the line. Mm-hmm. Granted this line was very disorganized. There was, was nobody Telling you where it started, where it ended, it what direction a, it should snake. It was a very obvious, this is only their third year. 
because there was no tape on there's the floor. There's no tape on the floor. Um, that is a very Which there's important... Always, there's, there's always tape very, on the floor. Very important thing for <laughs> anime conventions, uh, especially badge pickup. Yes. Um, yes, definitely. So, I mean, we, we found our way. Essentially. Yeah. We found our way, and it was easy. It was, you know, QR code scanning. Here you go. Enjoy mm. your convention. That was it. Now, because it was so fast for us... We still had like an hour before the dealer's room was supposed to open. Yeah, so supposed it was supposed to. to open at noon. At noon. So we went and we did our picture thing, right? We and and you hadn't been to the Gaylord. Yeah. So I had been to I have been to the Gaylord for Christmas, like I mentioned. A lot of people go visit the Gaylord during Christmas because they host these really big Christmas events. Mm-hmm. So I actually want to say that I know the Gaylord pretty well, at least as far as where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. As you know, like convention center wise so i was like i gotta show you the biome because that's like where you know where it's happening yeah so i showed you around the biome we took our pictures uh got really sweaty because it was humid and then we are like okay it's supposed to open in like 15 minutes let's go back up Mm -hmm. so we do and at first, we thought there was a line to get in. It kind of seemed like a line. There was lines of people, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a line to get in. Right. So, it so that part was confusing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're gonna fast forward though, to like maybe twelve fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, the people are yell the the staff is yelling at us and we can't hear them. That's like, that's just how that is. Yeah. The staff is yelling at us and we can't really hear them. Um, but they were trying to get the VIPs in. So if yeah. you, you know, paid for the VIP badge, you were supposed to get in. Now, the reason why that sucks is because they just announced that the dealer's room was going to open at noon. They didn't right. say noon for VIP. Yeah. You and know? And it had already been past noon at this point. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, only the VIPs can go in. And it was for like 15 minutes, something like right. that. So it wasn't until 1230 that everybody was actually able to get in. Um, So that was kind of annoying. Yeah. I mean, it was, but whatever. Yeah, it wasn't that big a deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. So we get in and um, before this, we were kind of, so I went into this convention knowing that I needed Troy Baker to sign my copy of The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was prepared. I brought the sleeve for, for the game. I was like, I I need this. Like, this is my opportunity, you know? Because when is he going to show up at an anime convention again? So, the first thing we actually do is find his booth. Yeah. We we like we need to we need to like scurry because some of the VAs were already there. Yeah. They were already seated and they were ready for the crowd, right? Uh, Troy Baker was not there yet. But we did find his booth. We looked at his pricing sheet and then we were like, okay. And some people did start lining up for him like already, mm-hmm. but we were like, okay, we're going to remember this and come back in a little bit. Um, so then we did our, our dealer's room, our side thing. Yes. So the, the dealer's, dealer's room. room. Yes. <laughs> so not the best. Just put that out of the way. We have been spoiled We've by been anime spoiled frontier. spoiled by anime frontier. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that... It wasn't small. It was not small. I've definitely seen smaller dealer's rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but the quality of things that was there. The quality, was the variety. Of, yes. So 
a weird thing about it is that so typically how a dealer's room works is that you have the dealers which sell licensed merch mm -hmm. in one section and then you have the artist alley which has original content for the independent most part work, yeah. independent artists things like that um, in another section sometimes they're in completely different rooms right for this convention, they were kind of mixed in together. Super mixed so, in. So, like, you could have one booth that was an artist that was between two vendors and vice versa. Yeah. And so it was kind of hard to... It was kind of annoying to try to, like, be like, okay, I'm looking for figures, but I guess I'm in the artist section. Right. And then it's like, I'm trying to find artists... But all I see is Funko Pops. Right, exactly. On the map that they showed, of, like the layout of the room, it was supposed to be um, the back whole row was artists and then everything else was dealers. I but think. it that's what it showed. It did not give that feeling. Yeah, everything definitely not. was very mixed in. And there were artists there that I recognized that were definitely in the quote-unquote dealer section. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it was that part felt disorganized. Yeah, for sure. Um, but regardless, we we do our little snake, right? We get through it. We get through it. Um, so we we say that the variety was weird. Yeah, because um, there was a lot of Funko. There was a lot of Funko Pops. So I'm like worried about this. Because about it becoming too big. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I mean, Funko Pops will always be a thing. Yeah. Um, now that they have been released, they have anime versions of Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. They will, mm -hmm. you know, um, be a thing. Now, I will say that one of the reasons why I think Funko Pops were probably really big at this convention was because there are so many voice actors. Yes. Um, and they they advertised it they did they advertise it. absolutely capitalized they were they were funko pop dealers that pulled out the funko pops of the people that they knew were going to be there mm -hmm. and had signs that say get this funko pop signed which i will also say it does say on i never i didn't see any like signage for this like at the actual convention mm -hmm. but on the convention website it does say that funko pops you will have to pay more to get those signed. Yes, and I also saw that a lot of voice actors who do sign them ask to ask what your name is so they put your name on it. Yeah. So it makes it harder to resell. Oh, I didn't higher, see that. At a higher value. So I, I saw somebody who got like four Funko Pop signed and all of them from different voice actors, they all say it to, to um, uh, their name. I see what you And mean. I'm like, I'm sure that's so that it's harder to resell it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it makes is. Sense. Um, anyway, yeah. lots of Funko Pops. Um, and then not like, our thing so Sorry. yeah it's not really our thing um there were a couple of stuffed animal sellers couple um, i could have done with more i yeah. mean i could have done with yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> um and then the thing that got me is that so i you know i look for gunpla i look for mm -hmm. anime figures mm -hmm. um not really a lot of gunpla sellers mm -hmm. which i'm i expected that I expected that Anime Frontier was the Gunpla, like... Store. <laughs> yes. Was the Gunpla the, convention. Yeah, the Gunpla convention. So mm -hmm. I wasn't super looking for any, mm -hmm. but anime figures. Um, 
there was not a large variety of them no there wasn't so a lot of you'd see a lot of the same figures at every booth Mm -hmm. and it was just a little disappointing Mm -hmm. because like i don't exactly buy the most i'd say mainstream figures Mm -hmm. um so looking for like figures that i want is a little more difficult and Mm -hmm. it makes it even more difficult whenever there's not a variety of whenever everyone's selling the same thing right um like for example there's one brand of uh demon slayer figures right now that every single booth has of course yeah yes Um, (laughs) and like same with some of the spikes family figures like family demon demon slayer yes um i will say this though (laughs) There was one vendor that did have a large variety of um, of figures. If you've ever been to an anime convention before, you have seen these types of vendors before, and they are red flags. They are red flags. They um, have every... So it's going to be the very large black shelves, like very Plastic. large. Yeah. Um, Tall. And they have... They have tape wrapped around them. Tape wrap around or saran wrap, something yes. like that. And it says, do not touch. Yes. Um, and they travel with them like that. That's yes. the reason is that they travel with them packaged like that. Yes. And those are huge red flags because they are always, always super overpriced. Yes. Um, I found a figure there that I wanted and it goes for about 30 to 35 online. And it was 150 at that booth. So... Yeah. Big red flags. Yeah, I and don't it was know unfortunate was, because they yeah. did have like they did have the figures that were more uh, quote unquote unique, the ones yeah. that weren't sold everywhere else. They did have that edge going for them. They did. It's just really unfortunate that they were they, they super were so overpriced. Over, like yeah, yeah, very overpriced. Um, yeah, artist Alley. I, I was gonna bring up one oh, more thing. Sorry, because okay. we were talking about variety slash lack of variety. Yeah. Um. There were also some weird things. Let's talk about the weird things that were there. Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, there seems to be now a new trend of having the Itachi car show inside. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. That doesn't um, bother me. Really? Was the Itachi car show outside at Akon? Yeah. Okay. Because the only, um, the o- actually the only conventions I've seen it outside are um, at Ikikon. Really? Every other convention I'm not I've seen used it inside. To, yeah, I was not used to having or seeing it inside. I was always used to seeing it outside. Itachi Car Show, it's those cars, usually sports cars, that um, are decked out in anime decals. Yeah, they usually pick a character and it's like their theme, you know? Yeah. It's like a big Ida bag for them. So That's a good uh, comparison. <laughs> um, so that's there. You can, that's like, whatever. Okay. There was somebody cutting hair. Oh, yeah. There was a guy cutting hair. There was a guy who was cutting hair who was giving out haircuts. Yeah. And he so he would give out haircuts, but then he also cut wigs. And you yeah. could buy his already pre-styled wigs. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Just very interesting. A, interesting thing to see. There was uh, a mechanical bull. There was a mechanical bull. I have never... First of all, that's genius. Yeah. That's genius to have an, at a Texas anime convention. That's genius. Mm-hmm. That's... It's it just makes sense, yeah. You know, but I've never seen one before, like at a convention like that. Yeah. Um, there were people. They were called waifu cups, I think. 
Oh, the um, sports drinks or the energy like a, drink? It was like an energy drink in a tiny cup that you could buy. I didn't even look at the prices, but no. let me tell you, it was a tiny cup. It's a tiny cup and people <laughs> were really into them. Yeah. So there were also some kind of weird things, right, mm-hmm. that were unique. Oh, and the photo, the photo booths. Oh, yeah. So I... I have never seen photo booths set up like this. So there were two. Lo- yeah. There were two locations for these photo booths. One of them was in the ex- um, exhibition hall. I actually think there were two different people, surprisingly enough. Oh, like two different companies. Yeah. That would make sense. Regardless, so this one in the um, exhibition hall was like in a big square, mm-hmm. had a big square blocked off, and they just had like different sets where your anime character might be. So like a traditional Japanese home a clouds 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 is very popular mostly mm-hmm. because it's so plain like yeah. you can you can put anybody in clouds and it's a cute picture right um so maybe more fu- futuristic neon lights a back alley like all these different kind of places where you might want to pose and that's really nice because even though the gaylord had a lot of scenic locations to take pictures um it's fun to see if you can maybe find a place where your character would actually be yeah to take yeah. a picture it is like cool. that's that's pretty cool it was also free it was free which was so lovely um so thank you to the the people who put, who put that together that was yeah. really nice because there were some in the uh in, the, in the dealer's hallway. room yeah and then there was also some um in the hallway outside of the uh ballroom ballrooms yes so we were thinking that those are two different people um, the only, st- I would say two sets, three sets. Let's say three sets were really similar. Yeah. It was the clouds. Both of them had clouds, although they were shaped differently. They were. Um, they both had some form of traditional Japanese house tea set yeah. thing. Although I made the joke that one of them didn't have cups. So what were you going to pour the tea into? <laughs> and then the other one is some sort of forest scene. Now... One of them had like more woodland forest and the other one had like mushroom forest. So yeah. that was different, but it was some sort of forest scene. Um, but what else? There was a back class alley. back alley, classroom, which I yeah. thought was really cool. Um, and I think that was about it. Was that it? Uh, yeah, the that... chest, the chest with the uh, columns. Yes, the chest with the columns, more classic looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but ready that was... for your uh, code kiosk cosplays. Yeah, but it was really. That was really nice, and they're both free. So, that's cool. Um, but you want to talk about artists. Sorry. The artists. Um, <laughs> I do not want to be shady with this. I am speaking through my own perspective. Yes, artist subjective. Not all of them mm-hmm. were the best. Not all of them um, were the best. I'm really curious as to how they picked their artists. Because, you know, I don't know the full process of an artist alley, but I know the gist that, like, you submit your request and then in some way or form they accept you, whether it be raffle or through um, a voting process, voting process committee, I don't know. anything like yeah. that. But you are chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the art, I mean, I'll be outright. Some of the art I am very surprised to see at the convention. It was just not quite the quality that everyone else had yes. or that I'm used to. Yes. Um, there was also a good, at this convention specifically, there was also a good level of like NSFW artists. There were so many titties yeah. and ass, big titties and big ass. Yeah. And it everywhere. wasn't like, it wasn't like here's a couple of 
them like this or here's my nsfw section it was the entire booth huge booths yeah which i mean isn't really for us yeah it's not for us it's not for us i mean there's definitely an audience there Mm -hmm. oh for Um, sure um they probably sell out (laughs) but it's just interesting to see so many of them yes uh one of my one of our friends pointed out that sakura con was also this weekend Mm -hmm. or but it is out of state but it is out of state so there could be a lot of like artists that went to that yes because it is a more established convention yeah um but yeah not trying to be shady with your art some of it what seemed pretty intermediate um and there were a lot of titties there were a lot of titties it was very surprising um and absolutely nothing caught my eye which kind of made me sad yeah um i got (laughs) i got two posters but i'm kind of mostly got them because i they were uh, Togusatsu, mm-hmm. which is like Japanese live action uh, action shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I this like, artist is really cool. Yeah, the artist the art's pretty good. Um, we I've we, I, we've seen him at multiple yeah, conventions. Yeah, we've gotten we've, stuff from him. We've before. gotten stuff from him before. So um, so I'd never seen it seen any of that at an anime convention before. So I was like, well, I might as well get it. Mm-hmm. And it's good stuff. It's yeah, because I also hadn't bought anything yet. Yeah. So I was like, well, might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we do our little walk around. We, oh my goodness. Okay, you know what we do next. We go get food. Oh my God. We go get food. Okay. So once again, to reiterate, the Gaylord itself is around nothing. Yeah. You are forced to be there unless you want to drive. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about parking. Yes, we'll talk about parking. Our- We'll get to parking. I'll we'll get to we'll parking get to in a parking. second. Okay. Yes. So, basically, you can't leave. Let's just say that. Yeah. Pretty much, you can't leave. Yeah. So, your options are either the really nice restaurants in the hotel, which I'm sure had good food. Yeah. I'm sure that the food was great. I saw pictures posting, people posting pictures of the food. It did look good. Or you have the convention food. So, the convention food is usually... Your pizza, your hot dog. Uh, awfully popcorn. overpriced. Your Terribly popcorn. overpriced. Terribly overpriced. Terribly overpriced. So it was my sibling. I'm going to go ahead and blame them. Yes. <laughs> I completely blame them. <laughs> my sibling, who was with us, got really hungry and was like, I need pizza. And I was like, Are you sure you want to do this? Because this pizza is $13 for like a personal size pizza. And they were like, yes, I want to do this. And I said, okay. So we sat in line because there was a, a line. long line. It's a pretty long line. Um, I went ahead and got one too because we were going to split it. But they said they wanted their own. Yeah. I let them do their thing. We got our pizza. They brought it out to us. My pizza was cold. I cannot like express this. It was as much. so gross. I think this is the worst pizza I've ever eaten in it my is, life. It was so gross. The convention food was so gross. My sibling could not even like... My sibling just ate the crust, the yeah. bread. Like They were like, this is disgusting. Um, so it was a bad situation. Yeah. It was a bad situation. Um, but we did it. <laughs> we committed to the eating. Uh, we learned our lesson and we didn't do that again. So... 
But after this, we had about 30 minutes. No, we had an hour. Mm-hmm. We had about an hour before our panel, because we only had one panel planned for that day. Well, no, actually, that's a lie. Yeah. We well, panel. Two. Panel. Let's yeah. Panel. panel. Yeah. We had one panel, and it was a game. It was a game thing. So I w- we had a discussion, and we decided that um, it would be best to go and see Troy Baker on the first day, on Friday, because... Yeah. His line was probably going to be really long on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we did that. We stuck out in line. And like I said, it wasn't a long <clears> line. <throat> it moved really smoothly. Maybe max 30 minutes. Yes. It was not very long. Um, and I did it. I got my autograph. Mm-hmm. I got my handshake. I was starstruck. All that good stuff. And then we went to our panel. Could not record her getting her handshake because that would have cost extra. <laughs> that would have, Everything was very prized. Yeah. And like his manager was right there. So I wasn't going to mess with it. And we, I mean, we asked her, we talked to her, we talked to her, her about it and she did seem like she felt bad, like maybe yeah. because we were so nice about it and not yeah. trying to like. I think she probably felt bad because what the recording is for is him doing a personal message. Yes. But it would still be considered us recording, recording him. him. Yeah. And so, yeah. There's, I was trying to, I was honestly the one who was trying to maybe fight the, the little the little line that was yeah. there but she seemed really uncomfortable with the question so i was like it's fine it's fine never mind if you it's fine it's really fine regardless we go to our panel it is a neon genesis trivia show yes it's a it's a kahoot yeah put on by fans and it was fun it, it was, was fun it was it first of all it let us see the panel rooms which are very small it was the tiniest panel room i've ever been in it's... it did not have a projector it didn't, it didn't have, have a or like a, a pull down screen yeah it was so tiny um and it was like the size of our, our apartment our living room yeah <laughs> it was it like really, our living it room. really was it yeah. was really tiny um but not a lot of i mean it got pretty full but not like unbearable it was fun yeah um i won third place Woo. well you won third place then first place yeah i would say it's a t- it was a team effort the yeah. third place win because i we consulted with each other um they had two rounds one was just general trivia and then the second was products yes um which the the haha joke was that they were it was a tr- supposed to be a true or false is it real or is it not real mm-hmm. and the haha joke was that they were all real yeah um so you know, once you figure that out, you just start spamming. Yeah, which is why I got, which is why I got first. I, it wasn't like that deserved, so I did. I gave up my prize. I already got my other prize. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Just you know, I, I've mentioned in the past that I like little games like that at conventions. That's yeah. that's how I like to spend my time. So that was fun. And yeah. then we went home. Then, then we, we went left. home to take care of our dog. Yes. Um, and in this intermission, I would like to talk about parking. Yes. So parking at the convention center on the first day was $17. Um, you would go up to the garage that is at the hotel. There's a person there. Take your $17. And then they gave you a ticket. ticket. Yeah. Gave you a ticket. And they said, if you leave, you have to pay it again. So, you know. Um... And yeah, whatever we left, we just like inserted the ticket, the gate opened. Not even. Oh yeah, we just um, gave the ticket. The, the gate was open and we just gave the ticket to them. Yeah, and they were like, goodbye. And yeah. we said goodbye. Now, with that being said, we were committed to paying for parking again later that evening because we, we wanted to go to late night stuff. We just wanted to come home, 
to eat a proper dinner, take mm-hmm. care of her dog, and then go back to the convention. Once again, all possible because this is a 15-minute drive. Yeah. All possible because this is a 15-minute drive. Um, what also made this all possible, we get back to the convention center and somebody forgot their badge. So we had to... That was the second day. That wasn't the first day. It was the first day. Because why oh, would we go back? No, because in the, in the first day, we went back to the parking garage. It was the second day that we... Um... Oh, wait. No, you're right. Yeah, I know I am. Okay, so somebody forgot their badge, so we had to drive back. Once again, all possible because of how close we are. Um, also, with all this being said, though, we didn't have to pay. Not that we're complaining. Yeah. But we didn't have to pay. Everything was just open. They didn't care. So that's nice, I guess. We we got tickets to get in, but yeah. then they the gate was just open to leave. Yeah. So whatever. Um, the first thing we go to is a rap concert, mm-hmm. which is cool. It was fun. It's cool it that they fun. that they have that kind of entertainment. I will say. Yeah. Um, something beyond idols, something beyond things like that. They had rap. Yeah. Um, one of the rappers was really good. One of the rappers was really good. One of the rappers uh, was really good. I wish I had his name. He's on Spotify. His name was D. Started with a D. It's like Trap, Travis. Something no, Travis. No, he he had a unique first name. Yeah, no, but uh, tell me his last name. Oh. Um. um <laughs> I'll talk about the other rappers. Um, the other rappers were not so good. Um, the main MC guy or the DJ, or they called him DJ, but he wasn't DJing. Um, he was very loud. And mm-hmm. he had his mic right up to his face, and it was very loud. It was very loud. Um, the music was also very loud. Um, yes. Then there was a girl, which I was glad to see. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool that they didn't just have guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, she is also like a. All of these people are like weeb rappers. Like they wap, they yeah. rap about weeb stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she wasn't bad. Like she had she like had the flow, man. she, she had, the, had flow. the flow. She was like a fast rap, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but she did this weird thing, like where she would like rap and then she would go, uh huh, yeah, you know, it's their thing. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, you know, rappers have their things, especially like female rappers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then there is one guy that he was just there, like. He, he was just there. I think he was just kind of learning the learning the. I think that he might do something for them. Like he might mm-hmm. be like their tech guy or something. Mm-hmm. And so, but his main purpose of being there was to sing "Happy Birthday" for the female rapper. Yes, it was her birthday. Yes, Very nice. it was yeah. her birthday. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just remembered the guy's name. You looked him up on Spotify. It might be in your yeah. um, whatever in your history. But yeah, he was really cool. He like has established stuff on on Spotify. Obviously, it was um, yep, I remembered it. Yeah, um, it was Nevos Tyler. Nevos Tyler. I knew in last name with the T. Yes, Nevos Tyler. Um, he was good. He Shout was, out Nevos Tyler. Yeah, you were impressive. <clears throat> I was feeling you. Yeah, he has like uh, Spotify and his own website and music videos, things like that. Yeah, shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we stayed for 
the um, variety show. Yeah. Which um, is usually code for burlesque. Yeah. Which it was. Which for it the was. Most part. For the most part, it was burlesque. Um, so, is this supposed to be an 18 plus show? I'm not actually sure if anybody checked that. Yeah. I don't by think the way, so. um, but because we just stayed in the room. Okay, so it was it was back to back the rap concert and then the show and we just stayed. Oh we, yeah, the rap concert went over by like thirty minutes. Yeah, so the <laughs> the variety show did start late. Yeah, um, not too late, but it did start late, and it was, I guess you could say, understandable. So, so there was one like kind of weird thing, um, like right at the beginning, mm-hmm. which I thought was what you were just talking about. So they're the like cleanup guy, um. He he was dressed up as Space Dandy, mm-hmm. and like he at like the very beginning, like seven minutes or so before they start, mm-hmm. he like goes to the front of the stage and he's like, "Look at all those babies," and so I thought that he meant look at all those underage people. Yeah. You need to get out because this is eighteen plus. Yeah, but no, but from what no, I can tell, nobody I, did anything about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a mother. Yeah. And I was in the front, so I didn't have to look at them. So I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't my job. So, but the the variety show. Um, we have been spoiled by a different convention yes. that had an amazing variety show performance mm-hmm. to where now I am not trying to... These, the people who do the variety, who did this variety show, I can tell, don't do this for a living. It is a hobby. And, you know, whenever it's a hobby... Um, kind of doesn't matter if you're good or bad at it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, not trying to diss. It does take a lot of confidence to put yourself out there like that. It really does. And for the most part, um, weebs are, are just there to cheer because they know. They yes. know. You know what I mean? They know that it's hard. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not gonna like, I'm me not also still not throwing shade like the average weeb has lower standards <laughs> like they are any any girl any female presenting person <laughs> works for them so regardless of how you do how you look you, you will get cheers you will get cheers you will get cheers mm-hmm. um so the the mc was very was was pretty entertaining. She was a good yes, MC. She was. She, she was cosplaying as Panther from in the beginning, or yeah, yeah uh, from Persona Five. Yes, and she was the opening act. Mm-hmm. She did singing, um, and she was good. Yeah, I would say that um, any issues, I would blame the audio, the, the microphone. She was a good singer. Yeah, and she just did a little. She did a, a the Persona song. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, she introduced the the people, kept the show rolling. Um, and like I said, for the most part, the acts were good. Yeah. They were good. Nothing was, nothing was terrible. They were funny, if nothing else. They were funny, else. if nothing yeah. else. Um, the one that, that did the least was probably the Waluigi Yeah, line. there was a Waluigi and he just kind of shook him, shook around. Yeah, he just kind of like, hips. yeah, he just kind of stood around and like did his thing, but yeah. that's fine. Um, anyway. Um, there and- was a little awkward burlesque part, and that was because um, she was cosplaying. Uh, I think it's pronounced Chibiusa, which oh, is the is small bit- Sailor yeah. Moon, uh, like yes. the baby Sailor Moon. Yes. So people. So here's here's the issue. Here's the issue, is that she was 
the most talented, the most practiced burlesque performer. Mm -hmm. She knew her cues. She had her reveals practiced. And she she executed all of that very well. Yeah. You know, she did. But she was baby Sailor Moon. Yeah. And they kept saying things like, she's not a baby anymore. She's all grown. She wants to show that she's all grown up. And... For us, that's kind of for us. That's weird. Yeah, um, and they kept showing like the character in the background. Yeah, the they had like videos like, of the character this in the background. Is a, this is a baby. This, this is a child. child. This is a child. So that's like that was a little awkward. And like yeah. I said once again, because I mean, she did do she did do really well. Yeah, and she got pretty bare. She got very bare. She got the most bare. Yeah, I would say she got the most bare. Yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna bring up the the cowgirl. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I was going to bring up a couple things. Okay, yeah. Um, there is another performer that, bless her heart. Bless her like, heart. She, she did definitely good. did not practice with those shoes on because okay. her pants got stuck. And it's okay. We all still cheered. We all still clapped. Yeah. Everything was fine. You know. Uh, then there was Among Us. Oh, I really like the Among Us the one. The Among Us one was funny. The Among Us one, just because it was funny. Once again, variety shows, it usually is code for burlesque, but that does not mean that it is necessarily burlesque there were definitely acts that were not yeah burlesque although i guess you could maybe even count that as burlesque she just didn't she danced but she didn't strip she danced but she didn't strip um still very good um and there's also a girl that gave a powerpoint presentation on why hatsune miku is best waifu and then she did a little song and dance yes she actually did two songs songs yeah well it was um, that was her second half yeah second half this was the the variety show was split into two halves. Yeah, there's um, intermission. We only stayed for about half of the second half mm-hmm. because it was already midnight. Yeah, we tired, yeah. sleepy. Um, but yeah, I mean overall, variety shows are are usually fun. Yeah. Um, and, and I uh, applaud the people who can put themselves out there like that. I think doing a variety show would be fun. Yeah. And we had that discussion, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and that was all for day one. I know. We spent a lot of time talking yeah, about I know. day one. Oh it's okay. The, the rest is going to go by quicker. You're right. Um, so day two. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. We had to park further away. Yes. Um, so the parking, first of all, for some reason, was $18 that day. They yes. raised it by a dollar. Whatever. We had to park in a parking garage that was further away, but not terrible. Not yeah. terrible. Still attached to the hotel. Um. We were late to our panel in the morning. We were late by, I mean, not by many minutes. Yeah, no. But with that being said, it was full by the time yes. we got there. It was full because these panel rooms are tiny. And only, when we got there, people were standing against the wall. And we yeah. were like, never mind. Like, it's fine. We don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually, we didn't go to any panels that day. For, we didn't? We didn't. Oh, um because oh yeah that's right that happened and then we were like okay well that was that day two we passed out eggs we passed out eggs yes i i dressed up as the um the main character nagomi from akiba or um akiba maid wars and i had a which is they're they're pig maids they look like pigs um and i had a pig easter basket that we put with eggs we in eggs with candy and then uh qr codes for this podcast so Mm -hmm. if you are watching this because you got an egg welcome thank you and thank you yes thank you 
Um, I was very, I'm an introvert, like many weebs, and I needed help passing out eggs. Yeah. Because I'm not good at approaching people, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. With that being said, though, I did get approached. You did? By, I got approached by a real mate. Oh my goodness. I like, my heart skipped a beat when she found me. Uh, yeah, I know. My, I was like, oh my goodness. So, wait a sec. Oh my goodness. She's gone. Uh, shouts out to Sumi, made Sumi, who saw me and was like, oh my goodness, I love that anime. Can I take a picture with you? This is a real mate who is in a real cafe in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Which, side note, um, <laughs> they flew out maids from Akihabara as well. And they ran the maid cafe. Yes. So which this, is insane. Yes. So this maid that I met is from the Asai Yoru Cafe in Los Angeles. Once again, still somebody who, who flew out. It's yeah. very cool. Um, and she was very sweet. I was very starstruck. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm being recognized by a real professional in the mm-hmm. industry. I'm just a silly cosplayer. Um, but yes, the maid cafe was a collaborated effort by local people and people that were flown in insane which is absolutely insane that you flew out maids from akihabara yeah yeah so they they uh flew out three maids it's like the three main maids and it's of the, the company three too main maids of the company like this maid, i i went and i looked at this maid's instagram the one that i met and she is like fangirling over the main maid like absolutely right like that's crazy um anyway so that's once again, guest list stacked. Incredible. Yes. Yeah. So, but that was just like we we ran into her. We yeah. went and we did our um, artist alley things once again. We took our pictures. It was pretty standard for the most part. Yeah. Uh, took pictures. Did some more shopping. Yes. Um, one thing to note about this convention, there are plenty of places to sit. Yes. Um, there are plenty yes. of because we did quite a bit of sitting. <laughs> we did do quite a bit of sitting. Um. I do not know if this was... I'm going to assume that this was at the at the part of the convention itself, yeah. not the hotel. Game library. Yes. I know we didn't take part of the game library, but that's so nice. Yeah. That they have all of these tables and chairs set up. Kind of like dining hall style, right? Yeah. Like, it's all really random. And then there was a game library where you could go and check out Uno or Board Catan games. or whatever. And if you just needed to pass the time... You could do that. Yeah. Which was really nice. Right. Um, we did do a lot of sitting. We did a lot of people watching. Mm-hmm. Um, pass out eggs. All that good stuff. So, the thing that we wanted to do next was the fashion show. Yes. Um, and it was running behind. It's running behind. By quite a bit. Yes. And we were really tired that day. For so, I, I guess we're just not as young as we used to be. And... We didn't want to wait, so we left. Yeah. That's kind of it. We didn't want to wait, so we left. We um, headed home earlier than we anticipated, and that was that day. Yeah. Did we have something planned for the evening? We were going to watch, or we were going to listen to the um, hentai reading. Oh, yeah. Hilarious hentai dubs. That was the last one, the last thing we were going to do. Which I've seen at another convention. It's really funny, Um, but oh, well. Yeah. So then uh, last day, Sunday. Yes. Easter Sunday, very important to note, because, um, oh yeah, we also didn't, we forgot to mention this. So, there were a lot of people not in cosplay there. 
Yes. There were a lot of weebs for, there for the convention, but not in cosplay. That isn't to say that there weren't a lot of cosplayers. We just noticed that there were also... The ratio. A, the ratio was off. Off. Quote, unquote, off. Yeah. From what we are used to. Totally fine. If it's not what you're into, the cosplay thing. But um, it was just something that we definitely noticed. But what I am about to lead into is that since it was Easter Sunday and the Gaylord is a place that hosts holiday events... Um, there were a lot of non-convention goers there on Sunday. Yes. Like, people with their families, you know. Um, and we were also there. <laughs> so, um, not that we, we weren't in cosplay that day. Yes, which leads to another thing. Their parking garages were full. I don't even, I don't think they were full. Oh, yeah? No, I do not think they were full. I think they didn't want us there anymore. Oh, yeah. I think that they were like, we have an easter event that is for rich families and they need priority parking so we they would not allow us into the garages that's why i don't think they were full we weren't even allowed like we didn't go to the second the second garage so there's one garage that's really close to the convention center that's where we parked the first day yeah then we had to park in the second garage which is further away and i think i think is technically valet parking which is technically valet parking um and then on the third day, they were like, don't come near us. Yeah. Essentially. They were like, do not come near us. They had overfill parking way far away. Yeah. At least a 30-minute walk. It was quite the walk. Yes. And I know people had to park there for the convention, and I don't really know why on the previous days. Yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't talk to any of them. But I do not know why they parked there the previous days. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people complaining about having to park there the previous days. And in my mind, once again, I'm not trying to like, I don't know your feelings. I don't know your situation. But there was a parking garage that was available. And I don't know why you had to park all the way that way. Yes. But on Sunday, we all had to park out there. Yes. Which we didn't because it was $18. It was still $18. Like, the Gaylord is there to take your money. Yeah. They're there to snatch your money up. And once the, the the poor parking attendant was like, it's $18, we were like, okay, so how do we leave? And um, I'm not going to say where we parked yeah. because um, a lot of people did it. And I would like to keep it a secret, but we did find parking closer. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So we had a little walk, definitely the furthest we had to park, but we had a little walk. And... We continued about our day. So we missed the first panel? Yes, we missed the first panel. Because of the parking situation. We missed the first panel because of the parking situation. We were trying to figure that out. It's fine. We did our... I don't even think we really bought anything our last day. We just kind of walked around. We just kind of enjoyed the convention for what was left, you know? And then we had one more panel. Which which is the highlight for me. The absolute highlight. Um, it was called History of Gundam and Geass. And here's the thing. We, so the convention didn't have descriptions for the ballroom panels. Yeah. Which maybe was supposed to be like obvious what it was going to be. You know, like if it, the 35, the, the Ghibli anniversary, like obviously they're going to talk about Ghibli. And the, one of the headline international guests, which I'm going to talk about just now, is um, chief production officer for Ghibli. Once again, huge, right? Mm-hmm. Huge. 
But this panel was just called History of Gundam and Chaos. And we even thought that the cosplayer at the front of the door was going to be the one running it. Yeah. She was not. She was just really excited to be there. Bless her heart. Um, so it was run by Hirokatsu. Hirokatsu Kihara, who is the chief production officer for Ghibli. He was there mostly for Ghibli-related things. That's, yeah. uh, that's how he was advertised to be there. Um, because everybody loves Ghibli. Right. right. Everybody loves Ghibli. But he was the one who ran this panel, and it was just him. It was him and his translator. Um, and he was there to highlight um, never-before-seen sketches and concept drawings of both... Gundam Seed and Code Geass. Yes, which I was very excited for. Yes. Um, he he worked, I believe he worked in setting uh, setting design mm-hmm. uh, for both of those shows. And I am a very big Geass fan. I am a huge Code yes. Geass fan. And so it was super cool seeing like... So he had like the setting... Um, like the uh, the reference drawings for mm-hmm. Code Geass and Gundam Seed. Um, he didn't have all of them, obviously, because he was explaining that usually after production, they just get thrown away. Yep. And so he just snatched up the ones that he could. Mm-hmm. And then he also, um, the for Code Geass, he got drawings from the, uh, the character designer. Yes, so the character designer, um, Takahiro Kimura who has sadly passed he passed at the beginning of march this year mm-hmm. and it was definitely it was still a heavy topic for him because as yeah. he explained this was a very good friend of his it was someone who he respected a lot in the industry and he definitely like was on a mission to spread his greatness to yeah. to preserve his legacy as one of the greatest um animators and character designers um ever yeah, he you talked know. about a, he talked a lot about how hand drawn like drawings mm-hmm. and art conveys more expression, more intensity, than, more intensity than yeah. any other form. Yes, and he and he showed us the drawings, and yeah. I I mean it was really incredible stuff, mm-hmm. really incredible. Um, Takahiro Kimura was very talented, and like he did get emotion, he did get emotional, yeah. and the the people who were there with him also got. We were sitting behind them. His um, entourage, we call him his entourage, and they were getting emotional as well. Um, and he just had a lot of great things to say about him, and yeah. he was, he even did his little like, his little like prayer up to him, and he was like, Takahiro Kimura, the people of Texas love you. They know yeah. you. They see you. Because like, he was, he was talking about. He was like, you know, these are these are two shows that are incredibly popular in Japan, but, but I don't know if they're popular in texas yeah so this is going to be really awkward if they're not <laughs> <laughs> but no we were but the fans were there they yeah. were loving it oh my the the cosplayer that i was saying who showed up and was very excited he came up to her and he showed her the sketches of of her character yeah. and was like i mean um in japanese the translator had to like kind of yeah. intervene because he he did it very spur of the moment because he he got excited too yeah you know, he was a very he was very happy to be there God, I okay. So I wish that um, I wish that anime conventions were able to post their schedules earlier than they do, mm-hmm. other than like the week before. Because I would love to go to a panel like that in cosplay for like 
for whatever shows they talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to make a, a, a Code Geass cosplay for it. Right. But, oh well. Yeah, I know. But... Very cool panel. He mm-hmm. was very happy to see us. We he he took a self, he took yes. a group photo. He took a group. Yes, photo of he all wanted of us. a group photo with all of us. He was like, I got to show all my colleagues back in Japan yeah. how much the people of Texas love Gundam and mm-hmm. Code Geass and Mechs and whatever. Um, but that was like, that was like perfect. That was like the wrap up for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, we uh, I made us go walk around a little bit more just because I wanted to walk around a little bit more. We had some time to kill. Yeah, but. Um, that was really the ending for us. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. In conclusion, um, this is a very disorganized convention. <laughs> it is still just their third year, so I'll give them a little bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Um, the sellers, not exactly the best. But the guests, but the invited guests and the panels make it a convention worth going to yes because this is some of the best that i've seen at a convention yes and even the ones that we even the oh i forgot to mention that they they also brought in a lot of like famous vtubers oh my goodness but like vtubers are this is like a vtuber convention it was a vtuber convention i know we we didn't even talk about it we it's just because we don't care we don't care about vtubers but like that's the only thing you see on Twitter. Whenever you look on Weeb, look up Weebcon on yes. Twitter, it's just about VTubers. Everyone was very excited to meet their favorite VTuber. Um, anyway, but I was going to speak also about the panels that we didn't go to. There was a okay. lot. There was a large variety, and I know that whenever we went to Frontier, for example, we were kind of disappointed at the variety of the panels. Yeah. Um, and at this one, it seemed like. I mean, you had the games, you had the 101s, you had the the histories of, you had yeah. the, like, you had, you had it all. And it was great. It was great. There was also a lot of meetups. A lot like of meetups. Scheduled, scheduled meetups. meetups, yes. With their own room and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I would go back. Yeah. Giving all of, given all of its shortcomings with, like, parking and things like that, mm-hmm. um, I still think I would probably go back. Yes, I think I would too. And that is that for yeah. WeebCon 2023. That was our experience. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.